Blog Talk Radio. And now, here's your host, William Powell. The king of DC media. Any man 
Inside Acting Radio Show. Tonight, my guest is Stu Large Riley, who has appeared in the films Kick-Ass, Shaft, and The Best Man. He has also appeared in the TV shows Gotham, The Shield, Law and & Order, and As the World Turns. He's also been a recording artist on Tommy Boy Records. In fact, you just heard a clip from his song, Make Love to Your Mind. He's an entrepreneur, and he'll even help you fix your credit. We'll talk a little bit about that. Before I bring Stu on, uh, let me remind you to find me on Instagram at WilliamPowell8796 and Facebook at William.T.Powell. So I see that Stu is patiently waiting on the line. So let me go ahead and bring him on the air. Good evening, Stu. Hey, what's happening with you, player? Man, I'm good. Great to hear from you again. Well, right on, man. It's a, it's a, always a pleasure and an honor to uh, you know to talk to you, man. Um, I, it, I'm actually out here in, in, in California right now. I just left Warner Brothers uh, for a little something I'm I'm going in for, man. But uh, yeah, I had to take the time out, man. I know you've been uh, we've been going back and forth, uh, you know, to make this happen. But I'm, I'm so glad that you had the patience with me, man. So, you know. Let's make it happen, baby. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, man. So um, now you've done so many great roles over the years. So, man, you got to tell me what's been your the most fun you've ever had on set. Wow, you know that's a very, very good question. Um, I can't pinpoint it to one thing. I, I really can't. I have been blessed to be in this industry for over thirty years. And I have a lot of good memories, a lot of fun times. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't pinpoint it to, to which, you know, I get it all, all the time. Stu, which, who was your favorite, you know, movie star to work with or who was your favorite location? You know, they all were very special to me. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a real home. I'd have to think on that one for a while. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, when you're out in public, what role do you get recognized for most for when you're on the street? <laughs> it depends on what neighborhood I'm in playing. If I'm uptown, <laughs> then it's the best man. If I'm downtown, it's probably kick ass or the shield or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. Now, man, take me back to uh, the 90s with, um, now, New York Undercover. I know you had several reoccurring roles in that show, so that was pretty early in your career. So talk about how you got involved in that show. Oh, man, New York Undercover, man. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, brother, that was, I mean, even before I was on the show, that was one of those shows you had to run home to watch. Yeah. You know, especially, you know, living in New York City, and it was filmed in New York City, and it was it was young, it was urban, it was it was gritty, it had all the, you know, the flyest musicians and artists on there. That was just a show to be on, man. That was that was an honor. That that show right there, it, it really helped a lot of artists, man. I mean, you you find a lot of artists, a lot of actors that are still working to this day have come right. through those doors. You know, um, of course we got you know, uh, you know my man Malik Yoba. He's 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 still the test of time. He works all the time. 
pardon me, even a Terrence Howard. You know, yeah. uh, I mean, just a lot of cats, man, have been on the cover. Oh, yeah, it was kind of like a proving ground. Yes, yeah, man. You, you know, you definitely had, you, you paying your dues and, you know, you're worth the grain of the salt, you definitely were coming through those doors, for sure. There you go, there you go. So I've got to make a right turn into comedy. Now, you've been in, in uh, movies like The Best Man and Pluto Nash. What's the key to comedic timing, man? Because you got, you, you got it. You got it. You know what? Thank you so very much, William. I, I truly appreciate that, man. I'm still trying to figure that out, bro. I mean, <laughs> I have so much respect for all of the comedians that are in this game. You know, it's like it's one thing to be funny at your cousin's house and at the picnic and at, you know, family gatherings. But it's a whole other thing when someone says, okay, stand up and make me laugh for, you know, a half an hour, an hour, you know, that's a whole nother, I, I take my hat off to all the comedians, man, I wish I had that talent, so yeah, man, I, I wish I could help you with that, brother, I'm still trying to figure that one out myself. Okay, so no stand-up for you? No, hey, listen, if I could, I, I, I mean, who knows, maybe one day I might attempt it, but man, <laughs> I watch Chuck, I'm like, man, let me sit back down, you know? Wow, yeah, you get intimidated. Well, no, it's too large. I'm not going to get intimidated. Uh, I'm just going to respect the player. No, no. Yeah, it's a tough game. It's a tough game. Yep. So what's more challenging, TV or film? Um, I would say television, but then again, it depends on the show. Uh, You know, television... Is, is because movies they tend to move a little slower, so you have a little bit more time with your blocking, you have more time, you know, with your lines. Uh, sometimes you have a little bit more freedom. Uh, television is definitely more um, demanding, especially if you end up on a soap opera. You know, they might yeah. be 10, oh, 15, yeah. 20 pieces of dialogue a day. You spend your whole night trying to learn it, and you get to sit for the table read the next morning, and they've changed about eight pages on you. So, mm. yeah, that could be very challenging, you know, as far as television. So, again, it just depends on, on the show. Yeah, and then working with directors, do you, like, have a preference as to, you know, working with the kind of director that's like the director, writer, the auteur, or more like the guy that just comes in, you know, slam, bam, thank you, ma'am, I'm just a professional? You know what, man? I, I, I've been I've enjoyed working with you know all the types of directors, from the fact that they got the job. You know what I right. mean? Right. I'm not I'm not one of those actors that tries to direct the actor. I mean, the, uh-huh. excuse me, the director. The director direct, right. and hopefully he lets the actor act. I stay in my lane. I do what I do, and uh, you know, if some of them are a little bit more quirky than others, you know, but they from the fact that they got the job, you know. You have to respect right. the process. So yeah, I mean, you know, I I try to I try to gel with everybody. You know, we're all in this thing together. I try to work with everyone. You know, just some get you a little bit more upset than others, and yeah, but that works both ways. You know. So you know, we right. just we just make it happen. There you go. That's what's up. That's what's up. So where and how do you get your acting training? Well, I mean, I took some, I mean, we're talking, I, I started back in the 80s. Um, you know, I did a little bit of theater. I did some classes. 
but primarily it was, again, you have to understand back then in the 80s, there weren't a lot of television shows on television for black people. Right. You know, so if you got on a show, you would, again, you know, if you were able to get on those shows back then, you know, it, it was a really good thing. Um, yeah. A lot of us, we did our, we did our training, um, but also we got a lot of on-the-job training because I don't care how many classes you take. I'm not saying this is a bad thing. Take your classes, learn the craft. However, nothing beats on-the-job training. You know what I mean? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. And what was the switch for you where you say that you said to yourself, you know, I'm going to be an actor. I mean, this is primarily how I'm going to make my living. You know, I, I think that you kind of know these things when you're when you're really young. You know what I mean? You kind yeah. of have certain things that you just feel and you pursue it. I mean, like a ball player. They know from the time they're real young, I'm going to be the best. I'm going to be a ball player. Now, everyone has the dreams of being a ball player or a rapper or on TV or a doctor or, you know, an attorney, whatever it is. You know, usually it's instilled in you already when you're very young. And then it's just up to you to fulfill that passion and chase that dream. So I knew when I was yeah. very, very young, this is something I wanted to do. Nice, nice. Yeah, some people never figure out. I mean, that's kind of sad, really. You know what? I heard a long time ago that the richest place in the world the richest place in the world was the graveyard because so many people died with million-dollar ideas and million-dollar dreams. Mm, wow. Check that out. Yep. Sad but true. Sad but true. Yeah, so I'm going to take a left turn. Yeah, man. I'm going to take a left turn into um, watching yourself on TV in the big screen. Now, we all know what Sam Jackson said about uh, watching yourself on screen. You know, if you don't want to Watch yourself on screen. Why would anybody else want to? So what's what's right. your take on that? <laughs> you like watching yourself well, on the on the big screen. You want to get you want to get better. I mean, it's like a basketball player or a boxer. You know, you want to yeah. watch your technique. You want to watch. You want to see how you can improve in what you do. So right. I mean, just to be able to work in this medium, you know, it's a it's a blessing to be able to do it, but. You definitely want myself, you know, this is just my opinion, you know, like Sam said, you don't want to watch yourself, why would anybody else want to watch it? But, yeah, yeah, I'm always trying to improve. And through the grace of God, man, I've, I've, I have a career that spans through the decades, you know. Right. Um, but I'm still always trying to get better. And after 30-something years, feel like I'm finally starting to understand what this is. So, there you, know, you go, man. You it's just... Yeah, for all of you all that are starting, this is this is a journey, you know. Um, you're going to have your ups, you're going to have your downs, you're going to have your frustrations. But remember why you started this, okay? If it was easy, everyone would do it. Do it for the love, not for the money. Do it for the love of you just wanting to get your artistry out there. That is so important. I mean, I've seen people come, I've seen them go. Like I said, I've been blessed to have been working since the mid-'80s. Um, you know, it, it's just about perseverance, faith, and it's about 
you know, luck when when opportunity meets preparation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What's your approach to auditions? Do you go in there like the character or do you, you go in there just, you know, traditionally prepared where you try to figure out the character? Well, normally, I mean, at this point, you know, when I get auditions, you know, it's, it's not a cold read, you know, unless it's a commercial or something. But, you know, I, I have yeah. time to prepare. Uh, I don't go in character, you know, meaning that if it's a, if it's a fireman, I'm going in full fireman uniform. I don't, I don't do any of that. But I'm definitely prepared because that's what they're hiring me for. They're hiring me for the professionalism that I bring to the table. Right. You know what I mean? They're looking at Stu Large. That means that they're looking for what I've done, the body of work that they've seen, the, or, or, you know, the, the, what I bring to the table. So I definitely make sure I put my best foot forward. Otherwise, oh, yeah. I don't take too much I'll tell my manager or my agent, you know, I'm not really interested in this, and I pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I heard that you've got something coming up with uh, Seth Rogen. What can you say about that? Oh man, that, yeah, that was a blast, man. Um, uh, it's actually already filmed. It was it's a Hulu TV series called Future Man with uh, Josh Hutchison, um, young guy from The Hunger Games, phenomenal actor. Uh, you know, we we all we we had a blast, man. We, we we filmed that already, and you know, shout out to Seth and and Evan and you know the whole crew, man. Thank you. Uh, very much for the opportunity, man. We we had a ball on set. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I'm going to take a left turn into, I know that you're an entrepreneur and that you help people with uh, financial goals and debt and things like that. So talk a little bit about that. Absolutely, my brother. Um, what I do, man, is, um, you know, there's an old saying that a watched phone never rings. Right. So I've learned very early in Hollywood, it's good to keep yourself occupied. Don't sit and wait for that phone to ring. Don't let right. anyone determine your value. You know, so, like, if your phone is not ringing, you feel like, oh, I must not be good or I must not you know, maybe I'm never going to make, don't let that get you. Those are all tricks that the devil plays on you. Don't let that happen to you. So what you do is you keep yourself busy with other things. You know, right. I'm a firm believer in multiple streams of income. I'm a firm believer in preparing for a rainy day. So, you know, I take time to educate myself. I educate others. You know, and, uh, you know, right now I'm, I'm helping a lot of people. You know, it's it's unfortunate, man, but there are over 43 million people in America that's credit scores of 599 or, you know, lower. And as mm. anything, you now it's not like it used to be back in the day. Now they judge everything on your credit. Mm. Now, if your credit is bad, you're going to spend... Heck, I helped her. Uh, uh, there's a young lady who got her credit score raised. She saved $2,000 a year, which is, you know, what, like $180 a month on her car yeah. insurance. You know, wow. and I tell people, listen, you need to let your credit dictate where you live. 
meaning mm. that you might have good money, but your credit score tells you that you have to live over here where you might wow. not want to live. Let your credit dictate. In other words, you decide you want to live over here, you do that. You know how many people there are that are paying luxury car payments for economy cars? Because they got to pay a super high interest rate. So yeah. what I do is I help people get their, you know, it's, it's, it's empowerment. It's helping people to understand, helping them get out of debt. And also I show them how to make additional weekly income. So, you know, and, and I'm going to be honest with you. This is, you know, and I love my career as an actor, you know, but so many times people come up to me, hey, Stu, can you put me in a movie? No, I can't, but I can help <laughs> no. you if you want to create a better economy for yourself and your family. That I can do. Right. So, there you, you go. know, if people, if, if, if people are interested, they can text Stu, put the word Stu in the message area, and then you text the number 76626. That's the number, 76626, and the message puts Stu. You're going to get my business card sent to your phone, and you can get an appointment with me if you're trying to get your credit increased or if you're even trying to do both, get your credit increased and create an additional weekly income for yourself. I'll be able to help you out. And I'm going to be honest with you. That is a lot more fulfilling to me than telling yeah. someone, well, you know, I really can't put you in a movie, knowing that I can help you, you know, generate some income to help take care of your family a little bit better. That, that's kind of empowering to me. It is, man. You, you, you're doing well and doing good. Well, thank you, my brother, you know, and, and I thank you and, you know, for your platform and, you know, giving the people what they want and, you know, just, just being here for the people and, and putting them in contact with, you know, folks like myself. I'm just an everyday guy, man. I just work hard and have been blessed in some areas, but I'm just that guy you see down the street and Target at Walmart. I'm, I'm that same guy. There you go. There you go. All right, I got a couple more questions here. So let's talk about music. So any plans to release any new singles or anything like that? Oh, man. You know what? Music is always a part of my blood. You know, I started in music before I started acting with my cousin Tayshawn. I was his role manager. This was back then in the mid-'80s, man, when, um, you know, Def Jam and, was just, you know, Rush and, that was the label and the management to be with. So I was able to travel uh, as my, with my cousin, man. And, and music is just, it, it, I don't know, man. It's just, it's just a big part of, of my, you know, my being. And I did, you know, a lot of, a lot of records with my boy, Mr. Orange Juice Jones. Um, that's why, you know, you were playing some of that, you know, when you first came on, man. And Orange and I, we talk about it all the time. We're going to do another album, man, just for old time's sake. So, you know, who knows? It's, it may be on the horizon a lot sooner than I think. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, man. Okay, so final question. What's your personal motto? <laughs> My personal motto is when you wind up making your mind up, that's when you'll find up instead of down. Man, that's powerful. <laughs> wow, that I've never heard that one. That is that is inspiring. That wow. Yeah. Say that one more time. 
when you wind up making your mind up, that's when you'll find up instead of down. Now, in all fairness, I believe I heard this a long time ago. I think it belongs to Brother Sly Stone. I don't remember where it came from, but all yeah. I know is that it stuck with me for life. Stuck with me wow. for life. Because you know what? When you wind up making your mind up, that's when you do find up instead of down. And I've tried to always live my life like that. And one other thing I live my life by, my personal motto, is to keep your mind on the things you do want and off the things you don't. Stay focused. Man, that's what's up. That's what I like to hear. Okay, and how can fans uh, keep up with you? Uh, they can follow me on Instagram at Stu Large Official, and they can also check me out on Facebook at Stu Large Official. There you go. Well, it's been a pleasure, Stu. Uh, it's always a pleasure. Thank you for your time. My man, 50 grand pots and pans. Thank you, my brother. As always, <laughs> okay. man, I had a wonderful time with you, player. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, looking forward to the next one, too. Right on, baby. Enjoy. Thank you. Okay. Have a blessed night. Bye-bye. All right, folks, I'm going to take you out with a song by uh, Orange Juice Jones. It's called Underworld. And I want to thank you out there in Radio Land for listening. And remember to do something for your career every day. And break a leg. Night.